Hi, and welcome to the Peak Endurance Podcast. My name is Isabel Ross, and I'm the coach at Peak Endurance Coaching. Episode 62 is a bonus in- episode. It's an interview with Karen Barrett. Karen is a New South Wales runner who recently Everested Mount Sugarloaf in 30 hours and 30 minutes with a total of 178 kilometres. What an achievement. I caught up with Karen less than a week after she completed this amazing achievement to see how she did it. I apologise that the connection wasn't the best with some delays. These COVID days, it's hard to get good internet connection when so many people are at home using it. So please keep that in mind, but enjoy the um, interview regardless. Do you have injuries or niggles ruining your enjoyment of running and hindering your performance? Running is meant to be an enjoyable, yes, even when you're doing speed work, as I found out, and stress-relieving activity. But it's not when it hurts for all the wrong reasons. Come in and see the specialists at Health and High Performance, where they utilise the latest in technology and experience to help you achieve the results you want and are capable of. So head to healthhp.com.au forward slash run or find them on Instagram, Health High Performance. Rating, reviewing and sharing the podcast helps more people find it and grows the audience so more people can hear the fantastic guests I've had on. You can also go to my YouTube channel to see the video recordings of all of the podcasts. Enjoy the interview with Karen. Hi, Karen, and welcome to the Peak Endurance Podcast. Thank you so much for inviting us. I'm very excited. So I'm very pleased to meet you. Yeah, it's great to meet you. Um, can you tell the listeners a little bit, you know, uh, about yourself and how you got into running and what some of your achievements have been, that sort of thing? Okay, so uh, I was a two-packet smoker for a good 20 years, I think it ended up being. Um, and I decided I really wanted to give up and I had a goal of trying to run a marathon for my 40th day. Uh, I didn't reach that goal. I was 42. Um, But um, yeah, so just started uh, trying to run, couldn't run a couple of hundred metres and uh, just through the bush and that sort of thing. Uh, Finally worked my way up to five kilometres and uh, at the moment, one in Maitland, I did a um, 5k roof run and I did, I think it was like 32 minutes, something like that. And um, yeah, it was absolutely stoked. So um yeah so that was there, your that was your first and trying and, and my yeah. distance got longer and longer and found that the trail running was my style um and I don't do road running but um yeah so you don't do any road running so from giving up smoking to mm. found I couldn't run and smoke at the same time so <laughs> it's hard to do that <laughs> yeah I, I used to race mountain bikes and smoke at the same time so well, not at the same time, but I used to smoke. And oh, no way. Yeah. 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 Good lung capacity. <laughs> not really. <laughs> not then. I, I did a lot of hacking. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so you never run off road, is that correct? Is that what you're saying? Well, sorry. So do you, you never run on the road? No, no, I don't do any road running at all. It's wow. all through the bush. Wow. So yeah. um, do you do like speed work or anything like that? Uh, I used to try and do um, like like style um, speed work, but um, I found that, uh, and I don't know if it's a cop out, but I um, found as I've got her, it's a bit harder to do. So most of my speed work is actually running up here. 
But I've always had like tendon blooms as well. So I've always had a hamstring problem or an Achilles problem. Um, and yeah, I just find it easier to run uphill. So doing my speed work, you know, running uphills. Yeah, yeah. That's I um I had hamstring issues for a while and I did all my speed work up uphill and it was fine. Yeah, yeah, well I haven't had a problem since, so I'll just keep doing that. So. Yeah, yeah, no, that, that sounds good to me. So how long has it been now that you've been running? So you started what when you were 39? No, 42. Uh, but I thought you meant you wanted to run a marathon by your 40. So you didn't start training. You just wanted to do it. You just didn't start training. Is that what you mean? Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, so because I thought that would help me give up the smoking, but it took yeah. me, yeah, a few fun attempts and that sort of thing. And yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so I've been running for eight years now. Yeah, nice, nice. Yeah. Um, and um, and I believe you've won down under one three five. Is that correct? Correct. Yeah. So the only woman to finish it. Love that event. Yeah. Correct. I've heard it's That's um really cool tough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, brilliant title. And is it? It's very tough, isn't it? <laughs> Uh, it is. It's very good to my style of running. So, because I love that trail bush bashing, um, you know, like, yeah. Um, and I think I've like convinced myself that the harder the conditions, the better I perform. So, yeah. 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 So, uh, my, um, I, uh, I always tell myself my strengths are I can outrun, out suffer at last. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like that. Um, I like the tougher the race, the better, I reckon. So, I, I'm with you on that one. Yeah, um, yeah. So, do you want yeah. to tell the and listeners? People say, "Oh, this condition, you know, the weather's not looking really good or anything like that." It's like, "Yep, yeah. <laughs> perfect." Yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, do you want to tell the listeners about what you've just achieved? Just re- like last week, I think it was. <laughs> yes, uh, that was more of a summer thing. Um, normally, I'm a little bit methodical um, and very structured in my my training and my events and that sort of stuff. But um, I had heard about an Everesting challenge and um, I'd heard it a few times, but it was mostly road riders and that sort of thing. And then, um, yeah, then I thought you could actually run it. Mm. So I chose a um, uh, up and back section of a, a little mountain behind my place. Uh, worked out seven and a half kilometers. Sorry, it worked uh, out what? Ran up and down it to yeah. the equivalent in elevation as Mount Everest. So it ended up being 170 kilometers that I ended up running. Cool. And how much elevation is up and Mount down, Everest? Like, repeats. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And how much elevation is that then? Uh, it's eight thousand. Uh, yeah, eight. I should actually know this, but I know <laughs> I uh, uh, I actually did it over nine thousand meters elevation. So oh, wow. uh, Mount uh, Everest is eight eight hundred and forty eight or something like that. Okay. And how long yeah. did that take you? Um, 33 hours and 30 minutes, something like that. <laughs> nice one. And so um, it was just near your home. So were you able to have things set up for you at the base of the mountain to make it nice and easy? Yes. Yeah. It was actually really good because I ended up having family and friends and that call in. And because at first I thought it was just me, going to be me and, um, uh, just you know, like fishing stuff in my car, but uh, yeah, had some, a great support network, and they all came up and helped and made sure I was fed and watered. And uh, yeah, so they stayed up there the entire time. <laughs> Poor buggers. Wow. 
Oh, that's awesome though. And, and what was the weather like? Yeah. Oh, stinking blood hot. Oh, really? The, the first, um, it was terrible. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, at the bottom of the mountain, it was so hot. There was no breeze or anything. And, um, and then when you got to like almost halfway, then actually got a breeze. So it was beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that was a bit of a mental challenge as well, because especially on sunrise, because I had this gorgeous, you know, big red orange sunrise. And yeah. all I could think of as I was running down was I was running to the bowels of hell. Because <laughs> when I had to go back down, there was just yeah. no reason it was so hot. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And so um, did you have anyone pace you at all during the night? <clears throat> I did actually, yes. Yeah. So I had my best friend uh, Mel. She came and paced. She's uh, and Geordie as well. So Geordie Muff and and helped me pace. So two very good friends. Awesome. But, um, yeah, amazing to you know for them to come and me and yeah, it was yeah. awesome. And um, did you? Which was actually really good, uh, especially during the night because I hadn't done any sleep duration training or anything like that. <laughs> and so, yeah, which I. Uh, realized i clearly need to do <laughs> yeah. so that's what i was going to ask how did you how did you cope with the sleep deprivation obviously it wasn't your favorite thing uh normally i would train for something like that um but yeah i did struggle a little bit on one so but um yeah it wasn't too bad but yeah normally, as i said I, normally i would have trained for something like that so how but, do you normally um, train? Was, the whole COVID going on and, mm. um, yeah. So, cause it was an idea that I had heard about and then it's, I'd thought about it because it's actually got busy business wise. It was quite good. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, so end up being like, I think I checked out the, um, the rules and everything on the 27th of August. And so, yeah, oh, so you, the whole you, thing on the, you actually uh, have to follow. September. You actually have to follow specific rules for it to be considered an Everest, do you? Yes, you're not allowed to sleep. It's one of them, and it has to be a continuous. Ah. Yeah. Okay. And um, how do you normally train for yeah. sleep deprivation? Uh, normally I would, um, interrupted sleep. So I'd set my alarm. So 2.30 in the morning something, and go out, run, um, then come back. We have a nap, uh, cause I trained, um, for nap and, uh, worked out my magic number was thing and then go back out and run again. So, yeah. Wow. And that, and that or, actually you know, helps. Like just get up in the middle of the night, do a task and then go back to sleep. <laughs> yeah. Sounds horrible. Totally, yeah. Most <laughs> definitely does. But but it obviously helps. Yeah. 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 And um, so how did you train for for this hundred and seventy kilometer feat? Uh, you're going to be terribly disappointed because <laughs> I actually didn't. Um, I've got a great base, which is good. Um, and I'm not big on Strava or anything like that, but if anybody actually looked at it, all it says, walk the dogs, walk the dogs, walk the dog. <laughs> so pretty much every day I just walk the dogs. So I didn't really do any creation or planning, uh, for it. So yeah, I uh, wouldn't recommend it. Uh, if you're just getting into running or new to running, but, um, yeah. yeah, I'm just lucky that I do a strong, 
space. Uh, and in saying that, I always make sure I do my strength work and you know, that sort of thing. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I'm that's always a, doing something, but yeah, I didn't so, become trained specifically for this. No, no, no. But you've got the the time on legs and the um, and you've oh, got the totally. yeah, yeah, and the, yeah. The and saying capacity. that, like even you know, like my walk the dogs was still you know like hundred and something kilometers. Away. Oh, really? Oh, a week? You mean? Yeah. <laughs> Not in one hit. Yes. <laughs> the poor dogs. I was going to say. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. And um, oh, they yeah, one of them really does do that. Oh, really? What kind nuts. of dogs have you got? Kelpies. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, they they love to go and go and go. Pace. Yeah. And um, what yep. what did you use for nutrition? Uh, so normally, um, tail actually works quite well, but um, I got to about seventy kilometers on this one, and it just wasn't suiting me. Um, and that's the thing with these ultras, what worked last doesn't necessarily make going to work next time. So you have to be really troubleshooting. Yeah. Um, so yeah, about 70 Ks and stand the tailwind anymore. So then I end up getting into the meadows. Um, into the, into the what, sorry? so for most of it, I end up having potatoes. And oh, potatoes, yeah. Potatoes. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Pota mashed potatoes. Yes. Oh, nice. And uh, coconut water. So coconut water was a huge, huge. Uh, and uh, yellow tablets for most part of it. And then uh, and did end up having some things. Having some what, sorry? Scrambled eggs. Oh, how was that? Brilliant. Oh, wow. <laughs> that was the best thing I'd ever eaten. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how that works. I sometimes. love these things because uh, the simplest of foods just taste absolutely amazing at time. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I I agree. That's oh, that's cool. Well, that's good to know. Um, and I guess it was easier to have food if if you've got people there getting stuff ready for you as well. Yeah, definitely. Definitely makes it much easier. And um, say, seeing as you didn't train specifically for it, um, how has your recovery been mm -hmm. since doing it? Oh, it was really good, seriously, because I didn't push myself or anything on the whole thing. Um, uh, my quads were a little bit logged by about 140 Ks. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, recovery-wise, no soreness, no swelling or anything. So wow. yeah, it was all a bit disappointing. It was like, damn it, I should like. <laughs> Yeah, does that mean um, you should have gone harder or something? That's what I always think. Yeah, totally, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, so tell us, what was the highlight for you of that run? Um, well, parts of it, oh, gosh, there was a few. Actually. Oh, the wife. Um, just seeing all the echidnas and the possums and the black twos and um, that's all highlight every day that out in the bush. Yeah. Um, but, um, just I, the row with the crew and things. So it was really good. Uh, seeing friends and that call up and yeah. And I think it gave a lot of people just something to, um, you know, like to look forward to or something like that, you know, so yeah. everyone been missing their running and, um, yeah, had people come up and. Uh, I actually got there, come for a lap with me and, you know, I was stoked to be able to do that. And, yeah, yeah, so 
Oh, that's cool. So, yeah, there was quite a few things. Sunrise, amazing sunrise. Yeah. And what about low points? Did you have any low points? Uh, I did, <laughs> as we all do doing yeah. these things. Um, so, yeah, there was, uh, I think that was about 3.30 in the morning um, where... I was questioning why I was doing it, um, <laughs> but I got because uh, I was really tired because I hadn't trained, <laughs> trained for the sleep, no sleep, <laughs> and um, it got really cold. So yeah, just trying. It's almost like your body's into shock, and yeah, um, yeah trying to control that. So that's a, yeah, probably the last point. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's that's fair enough. And um, so, what's next for you? What do you think you want to? I mean, I don't know what racing looking is looking like up there. Certainly nothing down here. But what what are you thinking you'll do coming up? I'm really hoping down under we'll go ahead next year. Yeah, because uh, I'd love to have a crack at that one again. Um, and I want to do it solo, unassisted. Um, oh, how did you do it last time? Two, well, there's the 200. I had a crew. Oh, so you want to do it with no crew? Correct. Oh, okay. Wow. Cool. I had a crack crew. They were amazing. <laughs> yeah, they were the Formula One of this. <laughs> That's always good. <laughs> So yeah, so, um, but yeah to... so I'd like to be able to do that with um, yeah, just to see how I would cope. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then a two hundred mile. Um, a last one standing. Really want to do last one oh, standing. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's some um, the two hundred trip rounds. I wouldn't mind having a crack at those. Yeah. And um, long-term goal, there's actually a 5,300-kilometre trail that I would like to do. Oh, what, what trail is that? Uh, it goes from one end of Australia to the other end. Uh, okay, yep, yep, yep. Oh, cool. That would be awesome. Yeah. So, so lots yeah, of things. Yeah, it sure yeah. would. Yeah. And, um, yes. Yeah. And so you're obviously, you like the really long distances. Yes. Love it. I love being able to challenge myself. Well, I want, I'd love to be able to see what my limit is. So, um, and I always think that I run around the 80% mark. Mm. And look at, you know, uh, Courtney, for example, who absolutely, you know, like smashes herself, to the, you know, like breaks herself. Yeah, and uh, yes, yeah, so I'd like to to just push myself a little bit further, and yeah, just to see what it's like on the other side. Because yeah, as I said, it's like I'm running at around eighty percent. I've not gone to that hundred percent yet. So yeah, if I can um, just convince my my mind and my body just to go that bit further and that bit harder, just to see what it's like, I'd be really interested. I I love that. Um... I love that outlook. Um, I don't know about you, but as I've gotten older, I'm finding the longer distances really suit me better. Is that what you're finding as well? Totally, yeah. Mm. yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, I, I'm a diesel engine. Yes, that, that's, I call myself a, an old diesel train, so yeah, <laughs> I, know, I know what you mean. And um, 
And so for, um, say, a, a 200 miler, um, would you plan to sleep for that? Uh, yes, I would. Yeah, I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't be so struck in saying that I had to sleep at a particular time. Mm. I would actually um, see how I felt and then, yeah, make that judgment uh, actually out on the course. So, but yeah. Um, yeah, I certainly wouldn't, you know, like stop myself having a sleep. Yeah, yeah, no, that's fair enough. And um, say with down under 135, how long did that take you? Uh, 49 hours. Wow, nice. And did you sleep at all in that? Yeah, so I had uh, two, yes. So I had, uh, first one, I had 11 minutes sleep. I actually found that 11 minutes suits me yeah. in that it takes me four minutes to fall asleep and by seven minutes, I'm snoring my off. So I had, um, I had a minute nap on that the first um, night and I guess, uh, actually don't exactly remember what time it was, but um, yeah, and my second nap was seven minutes. So yeah, and I can like fall asleep and pop back and keep running. Yeah. Because yeah. um, I found I had 20 minutes, woke up really groggy and dry reaching sort of thing. So 11 minutes would be perfect. Yeah. And I'm, I'm guessing, I think also that probably a 20 minute nap, your body starts to cool down more, which makes it harder to get back to running anyway. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And okay, so you're hoping to do the down under, which would be awesome. Um, that would be great. And fingers crossed that goes ahead. And um, how will you yeah. train for that? And then following up with a 200 miler? Like how many kilometres would you do a week and that sort of thing? Um, I'd probably do around 160, 140, 160, but they would be hard or fast or anything. I don't do a lot of really hard sort of training. It's more time, like my um, hard training is my strength training and my, you know, uphill um, strength training. Yeah. Um, the rest of it's just I'm on legs. So, and it's very easy on body and, and that sort of thing. So, um, but um, yeah, so, and I don't restrict my eating or anything like that. So just, um, yeah. But uh, recover wise, um, just, you know, like the Epsom salt bath, all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, yeah, I just have to make sure that I recover, eat properly and uh yeah to be able to back it up a, a 200 mile yeah and do you work as well i own my own business so i um i have tana which um the dog running products that sort of thing so it's free running league uh i put on uh trail running events one of them is called river trail run which you can run with your dog, or you actually compete with your dog. Oh, how awesome. With um, heaps of fun. Yeah. Uh, and you actually have an ultra dog section, so they run 50 kilometres. Oh, wow. That's cool. <laughs> uh, and you do dog get a finish also. Um, <laughs> and I hand make all the trees and that for that. Oh, awesome. Um, and, yeah, and a couple of other it's as well that, um, yeah, I put on the were cancelled this year, but uh, hopefully go ahead next year. And uh, I'm also a coach, so I do strength training in that my my client stuff. So. 
Uh, okay. So then, yeah, so it's, it's a bit easier to fit in um, such a big training weeks, I guess. <clears throat> yes, definitely. And um, so can you give the listeners, I like what you feel are some tips on, on being a, a strong runner like yourself, who can just keep going for such a long time? Because although you're probably genetically predisposed towards it, there are certain things you can also do to, to help. Um, and what, what do you think are some good tips for listeners? Uh, be kind to yourself. Don't, um, I just see people beating themselves up like mentally and physically and that sort of thing. It's just like, oh, why? But um, I always make sure I do my strength work. So, yeah. and I always make sure, so um, yeah, two things that I would probably do every week are my long run and my strength work. So I never, ever miss those. Um, but uh, try and be in tune with your body. So be more intuitive in what you want, you know, what your body needs. Um, you know, like if you do have a niggle or anything like that, try and be um, more in tune, you know, the ser seriousness or anything like that. During a long run, you know, like sometimes your foot will hurt, you know, or something like that. Just keep on going. It's like, oh, that did. But, um, yeah, so but don't overthink it well. Um, I see people, you know, like, um, a couple of my guys are just Strava driven, ground driven and stuff, you know, stuff like that. And then they get sorely disappointed and, um, and you can't compare yourself to others or, you know, like Strava because like conditions when someone else ran might be completely different to the conditions that you just ran in, you know, like there's just so many, many variables. So, but yeah, I think my thing would be just kind to your yeah. mind and your body. Yeah, no, no, I like that. And I definitely like the, um, not trying to run to Strava all the time. That's, yeah, I find that's a big thing, oh, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah, definitely. I see so many people get, especially ones that like just into it or, you know, like fairly yeah. new to it. Yeah. They seem to get up and like, um, yeah, trying to collect crowns, stuff like that. It's yeah. just a tool, you know, like to, uh, the only thing I use it for is see how many kilometers, you know, like yeah. <laughs> half the time I can't be bloody kind of remember my watch, but um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just to see how many kilometers I've covered that watch. Yeah. yeah, no, and that's fair enough. And so how often do you do strength work in a week? Uh, at least twice a week. And it's yeah. all with resistant band work. So it's heavy mm -hmm. weight or anything like that. I do have a kettlebell, like the heart heaviest, Kettlebell I use is like six goes, but it's all resistance band. All that um, holding, you know, like, um, yeah, holding the, the position. Um, Sorry, what was that last bit? Oh, it's all holding the, a lot of it's holding the position. Oh, um, uh, yep. So, so isometric know, uh, contractions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, and a lot of one-legged stuff. So, you know, like your one-legged pistol squats, yes. um, proprioception work also as well. I always got my, my, um, my sense with proprioception. Um, yeah, a lot of one-legged and a lot of business band. Cool. Well, that sounds really good. All right. Well, thank you so much and congratulations on um, Everesting. And um, I'll have to, um, I'll put the link to the website. <laughs> Um, for I that. It. <laughs> Sorry. 
I said, I highly recommend it. It's great yeah. mental strength training. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll, I'll put the link to, to the um, website for that one. I'll find it and put the link on because um, personally, I'd like to have a look now anyway. I didn't know it was actually a, a proper thing, you know. Thing. I just thought, it, yeah, I didn't know. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that is cool. I know. You can get into the Hall of Fame. Here. <laughs> Woohoo. <laughs> All right, well. It is very I'm, cool. When I'm allowed to run for longer than um, two hours, um, I might have a look at it. <laughs> Yeah, no worries. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks so much. Well, hopefully and it won't be too much longer and you guys will be out down. Yeah, that's right. And and hopefully um, if you come down for um, Down Under, maybe we can have a chat again. That would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, Excellent. I'll be a lot more structured in my training and a lot more methodical and how I actually approach it. So. That's why I was like, when you asked me, I was like, oh God, I'd be so sorely disappointed you asked me because yeah, it really was a more of a spur of the moment type thing than yeah, what I, how I'd be approached the event. But, but I love that because it also shows that your previous consistency um, enabled you to do it, which just goes to show yes. how, yeah, how important consistency yeah. is. Yeah, 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 very true. Yeah, very so... True. So, you know, yeah, I, I still think it's really good. So anyway, congratulations. And yes, we'll have to catch up next time for um, you, you achieve something amazing as well. Thanks. I love that. All right. Thanks for that. No worries. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. I think it's great that Karen's years of consistency enabled her to run the 178 kilometres. This is a testament to building a big base. With so many restrictions in place, especially if you're in Victoria, it's more important than ever to have a structured plan to ensure you maximise your training. Races will eventually return in Victoria and in some states they have, so there is something to train for. If there are no races, there are other challenges like planning an FKT or completing an Everesting challenge. If you need an individualised plan, email me, isabel at peakendurancecoaching.com.au to chat about it. Have a great week of training and stay safe and well.